they hate. And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names. I can feel the Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023, and this is episode 411 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's a Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Getting the 411. Good morning, K-Bonk. Hey, Gingerbread. How's it going? Um Pippinized was dropping in earlier, dropped uh, dropped some notes in there, uh, let's see, way back at 3.30 and 3.50. Good morning, Robin Hosteen. How we doing? Good morning, Backwoods Butcher. How are you? How is the old back door this morning? Um, yeah, I guess today, today, Wednesday, Wednesday, going to be talking about, um, finally going to get to that neighborhood party we had around here. Um, and then... A consistency I've been finding as I've been walking the dogs. Just going to touch on that real quick. Just something that hit me. Corey also noticed it, so um, thought I'd bring it up. And a little telegram um, telegram snafu uh, yesterday. So I don't know if our friend uh, uh, Josh is going to show up today or not. He might be all uh, he might be sitting in the corner, sulking, rocking back and forth, and stuff like that. But uh, we'll talk about that. See how we can all help him out. Got to help out the butcher. Um, what's in the cup? What's in the cup today? We got FTO Blonde Espresso. I am back to the FTO Blonde. Um, we had the Silver Bullet, Silver Bullet samples, all the one through four samples that I went through and decided on number one. Uh, that got listed yesterday. I think I mentioned that it was listed yesterday on the show. Uh, not quite, but it is now. So if you're interested in checking that out, the the Silver Bullet blend is, huh. yeah. Um, I don't know, Brian. Uh, Brian holds his um, uh, Brian holds his Brian's blend up there pretty high, and uh, I I don't I don't doubt that that is his signature his signature blend it is it is great and it's awesome uh, onboarding it's an awesome onboarding blend if you want to try something and you don't know what to try uh grab some of brian's brian's blend uh food forest farms blend, brian's blend it is it's what got me me hooked on his shit um for sure uh, i think that's the first thing he sent out and then we did some testing taste testing after that uh but uh, in the beginning it was brian's blend and it was fantastic um I'm sorry, dude. Silver bullet beats it. I'm sorry, it does. Um, I know, I know it's a, a little higher end. It's a little more premium, but um, yeah, it was good. It's good. Anyway, back to this. Back to the FTO blonde. But silver bullet blend on sale now. Also, the pre-sale of the silver coins. Uh, those are going away uh, quite rapidly. So if you are interested uh there are a few left i think there's under under eight under seven now um left of the sets and then the the six six pound and an ounce package just got released recently so if you're interested grab me on telegram email me info at the lots l-o-t-s project.com so anyway anyway it's uh Decent morning here. Cooled off nice overnight. It was it was pleasantly. It got warm yesterday, but it wasn't horrible. Um, it wasn't that humid. I think is the is the difference. So, oh, I know. I was gonna put something on my list to talk about, and uh, I'll probably be able to put it right here with the horse people and the dogs. Just give me a second to note it so I don't forget. Um, all right. Here we go. Sorry, sorry. Bad, bad podcaster uh, thinking about show prep during the show is doesn't work very well. But anyway, let's uh, let's get going on that perfect cup question of the day, and then we'll roll into lots of history and get back to those daily topics. (laughs) 
It's time for the 83rd edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat, L-O-T-S chat. Every day I ask a question uh, in the Telegram group and drop it all over socials. The best way to answer the question and get it included in the answers on the show is to come over to the Telegram group where you'll find it pinned at the top. If you want to answer any of the old questions, they're all pinned up there for a couple weeks. Weigh in, reply to the question, drop your answer. We love to hear other people's views and thoughts on all of these discussions. Other than that, you can find it across social media on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Noster, and um, I may or may not see the message. I've uh, I've found that I've been getting notifications for people that have commented a couple days ago or last week. So if it's got to be time sensitive and it's going to come tomorrow, you might want to either email it to me or send it over in the Telegram group. Today's perfect cup question of the day is, would you rather lose all your memories would you rather lose all of your old memories or never be able to make new ones? Would you rather lose all of your old memories or never be able to make new ones? Let me see. Uh, let me see what the group had to say. Um, <laughs> backwoods butcher before i get to the answer is backwoods butchers over in the comments saying did you find gingerbread farms comment on myspace yeah it just popped up last week that just popped up last week i was over there changing my profile song and uh and there it popped up so anyway michael sparks over in the telegram group says um either choice would be horrible i mean i i can choose None of the none of the none of the above. <laughs> yeah, of course they're both horrible. Losing your memories in either case would be horrible. But hey, I guess it is what it is. Sean uh, over in the group said he was wondering if you remember losing the old ones. He wanted to be um, he wanted to be able to know a little bit more information. Asked if he would be able to remember losing the old memories, and then he said it'd be horribly painful to know you had a past but could not recall it compared to being ignorantly in bliss without being able to make any new memories. Oh, excuse me. Compared to be ignorant bliss of not being able to remember having the old memories. Basically, you're just like, oh, I don't know. And then we went down the, the road of um, don't add topics back into your group, Josh. Don't add topics back into your group. Good morning, Josh, by the way. Um, we also went down the line of if you lost all your memories, clear blank slate, clear blank slate today, would you have empathy for others that are feeling pain because you've never felt pain before? Um, things of that nature. And initially I was like, well, no, I guess if you haven't experienced loss or pain or things like that, uh, you wouldn't know. But then how don't, don't we have that inherently in our in our brain? Do we have to experience loss to actually know um, to feel a reaction to it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a memory? Is it a learned feeling, or is it something that's there before? I don't know. Something to ponder. Something to ponder. Kyle Backwoods Butcher says, that's a loaded question, but seeing as I've had to be reminded of most of my old memories, I'll lose the old ones. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got a problem or I have a little problem that I remember most of, uh, most of what happens, whether it be immediately or um, it sprinkles itself in over time. There's some things that I wish I could <laughs> say I didn't remember. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. Uh, Scrambling says, "Burn them up. I'll make more. Maybe if you didn't burn up all the memory makers uh, to become a blank slate would be interesting. All the patterns that we use as shorthand to navigate would be gone. The world would be a mysterious place to explore once again." 
And that was an interesting perspective. Uh, and he, he says, um, you know, he said he wonders what would happen if he found ethnogens before alcohol this time. Uh, Brian went down the path of uh, extreme alcoholic. He was telling uh, telling us yesterday about uh, his um, one of his escapades with um, his car breaking down with the perfect cup question of the day yesterday, and um, then found estrogens and and quit using alcohol. So I'm curious. Um, I'm also curious what would happen if Brian found estrogens before el- alcohol. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Renegade Butcher just weighed in with a what the fuck the question uh just probably wasn't up his uh up his alley for deciding an answer uh and i don't think he was dealing with his chaos yet but um yeah it is a tough question it's uh if you don't really want to look at it and i don't think there's a right or a wrong answer by any means but uh ryan pippin uh, our history guy says i'll be a goldfish with forgotten memories all the forgotten memories you just kind of spin around in the in the in the bowl and um you learn it all new eh, or just you don't care backwards butcher says in the comments that's a slippery slope you can go too far then the question is do you know how to drive talk walk and cook yeah that's uh that's the thing like what memories are we talking about and i guess i asked the question so it's my fault but these are all supposed to be general con- conversation starters and things of that nature. Conversations in your head as long as well as in the group. So let's keep going with these answers. Uh, Golden Cricket says, this is truly a terrible proposal. <laughs> I suppose I'd start over and I will assume in this scenario that I'd still be basically me, but without any defined memories. And that's kind of where I was going with it. Um, I was... I was kind of thinking that um, you know you could still function as a human, like you didn't you didn't uh, late wake up in the fetal position one morning and go I don't know how to walk <laughs> uh, or speak or whatever. Uh, but uh, she says there are a lot of things I don't and don't need or want to remember anyway, and I don't want to miss my son growing up and whatever kids come next. Life is just getting good, so I'd rather be building memories. Which I mean. I mean, really, really, if um, if you're building new memories, I think I think experiencing new would definitely be preferable over. Ah, man, it's tough. I went back and forth as people wrote in, and I never really landed on something. I I I plot. I um. <laughs> I I uh, I have to, uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, James Gingerbread says, yes, take them all. Uh, James, James has had some struggles over the years, um, to say the least. And he would much prefer to be uh, erased as a blank slate and to be able to live again and start over and try things. And I said, um, I said, why don't you go get your memories erased in uh, the Pacific Northwest with a friend of ours? And uh, yeah, he might be going for a tour of the the magical forests in the Pacific Northwest to maybe do some um, do some trauma therapy, or at least see what happens. At least see what happens. But anyway, James definitely weighs in on the uh, get rid of the old ones and try to make new ones. Let's hit the hit the comments over here again. Um, Philippine Nomad Mike over there in the Philippines says, uh, if I could record all of my new memories, like 51st dates to review every day, then start the data dump. Huh? Yeah, I, uh, I read this question and I don't know if it was when I, uh, found it, when I put it on my list or when I actually wrote up the show notes, but I was uh, probably both, but was diving kind of into the movie Memento. And if you've never seen it, I recommend it for sure. Uh, and if you watch it the first time and don't like it, watch it again. Uh, and you'll probably like it the second time. But it's um, it's about someone that experienced some trauma and couldn't form new memories and had spotty past memories. And so he started tattooing things that he verified as true on his body. Um, basically wake up and brush your teeth in the morning or this guy that I trust is uh, I should trust him uh, things of that nature because every time he woke up he had to start over 
So he had to teach himself tattooing facts on his body. It's interesting. It's a, it's definitely an interesting story. So check that out. That's Memento, M-E-M-E-N-T-O, Memento. Wow, I am a good speller. I am a good speller. I'm proud of myself this morning. Um, Backwards Butcher says, I'll lose all the memories of fat chicks and hangovers if it means I can remember seeing my kids walk for the first time. You don't remember seeing your kids walk for the first time? Uh, James says, Alzheimer's runs in my family. So, yeah, both. Um, <laughs> K-Bonk. Um, I know right where you, I right know right, he told us what high school he went to. And I, I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody's hunting down K-Bonk. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That uh, that kind of wraps up the questions that I had. It's kind of a kind of a very contemplative question, and I think I think if you really dive in, you could go and make a case for both ways, especially with the different severities, the different um, the different nuances that people brought up when when thinking about the question. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm going with these: is think about that and answer it for yourself. Uh, pose the question to yourself. And if you need to qualify it with your answer for some reason, jot down what you uh, what your thoughts were as uh, Sean did and things like that. And say, hey, here's the deal. I'm thinking about this question. What about this? And this is what I made a thought map. Maybe think about. Uh, sorry. Didn't get up as early this morning. The coffee hasn't flown that much. But Anyway, that is the perfect cup question of the day today. The question again was, would you rather lose all your old memories or never be able to make new ones? As always, find that perfect cup question of the day sprinkled around social media on Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Noster, and right there in the Telegram group, t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Everything okay? Sorry, there's a dog that might be having some issues. <laughs> but uh, L-O-T-S chat, the Telegram chat, again, is the best place to contact me, uh, contact me and interact with me or get a hold of me. Otherwise, you can email me at info at thelotsproject.com. I appreciate you listening. And now back to the main show. Sorry, guys, a little distracted. I don't need a 180-pound thing laying on the floor not moving um, when I get done with the show. <laughs> it would be good. Would not be good. <coughs> Kyle says, um, we completely glazed over the total recall scenario where you have no memories, but you're still a ninja. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am looking forward to the day where I can upload um, Taekwondo into my into my brain. What was that popular movie in our in our group where they uh, did that shit? Um, it was new. It just came out um, recently. It was about maybe being trapped. Oh, The Matrix. Yeah, that's where they uh, they uploaded all that shit. Uh, K Bong says, "Wasn't there an episode about memory loss from the Twilight Zone?" I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the Twilight Zone had um, episode. I'm trying to recall. I remember one where all your memories were wrong, I think, where it was like a um, a backwards world. It wasn't backwards where I, um, I don't know, I didn't watch, I watched them all when I was really young, um, early teens in the evenings, I would watch old black and white Twilight Zones. I wanted to recall there was one where the dude woke up and everything was like back. I want to say backwards. All the memories were backwards or something. I don't know. Yeah. That show was pretty, pretty intense um, as an early teen. K-Bong says there were so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, go back. If Do yourself a favor. Here's a couple things that I have gone back and watched as a, as a adult that I watched as a teenager that most teenagers probably weren't watching. 
um, besides the scramble up Cinemax and things like that late night on uh, on the old TV. I would watch um, Black and White, Twilight Zone. I would watch uh, Three Stooges. And what was the other one that was on all the time? We had this channel. I want to say I Love Lucy, but that was different. That was uh, afternoons. Like, um, that was afternoons when I was a kid that came on. But no, there was uh, Twilight Zone, Three Stooges, and another one that I didn't like as much. And I can't remember the title, but it was another same, same black and white older era. Um, <laughs> Kyle's quantum leap. Quantum leap was another fantastic show. Uh, Scott Bakula, man. Uh, Laurel and Hardy is good. It wasn't it. It was, it was one of those ones that wasn't really popular and uh, just got thrown in the mix. And uh, as that second half hour, you know, remember when they did TV programming where uh, every show was a half an hour and each hour there was a good one and a shitty one. Um, yeah. What the hell was it? I'll remember. I'll remember and, and jot it down and, and remember to tell you guys. But um, Gingerbread Farm says you can download martial arts. It just takes a year or two of intense training and you learn faster if your life depends on it. <laughs> Very true. I'm thinking I want the like 40, the 45 minute upload of all martial arts ever created um, while I sit in a chair and twitch around. And um, when I wake up, I'm just a Superman. What do you think? <laughs> you want? Oh, she said I am her Superman. <laughs> you guys didn't pick that up on the mic, did you? I, I promise that's what she said. I promise that's what she said. Oh, K-Box says rabbit ears with a tin foil days. Yeah, no, I was um, I was fortunate enough that my dad realized that if you tie the antenna to the wiring in the house, that there's a way to get away with it. Maybe it was the ground. I don't know uh, what he did, but I remember being a little kid and him, him being like, okay, now we're going to take uh, now we're going to take this wire. And we're going to tie it to this one and it's going to make the TV work better. James just watched the rewatch the Big Lebowski. Really? Oh man. Oh, I love the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I'm actually an ordained men, men, ordained minister of the Church of the Dude. Just in case you need to get married, I'm double or triple ordained. Anyway, let's get to that history segment before I forget. Uh, Ryan puts so much work into it. I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I, man, it is a, it is a heavy segment of the show. I appreciate everything he does. If you enjoy listening to the history segment, if you enjoy me struggling through these names and uh, just butchering all these names throughout history, very important people. I'm sure. I just, um, yeah, it is what it is. <sighs> Be sure to hit that up, DuctionCups.com. DuctionCups.com is where you're going to go to find all your little uh, all your little rubber ducks or little pig ducks like Plugsy here that hangs out on my coffee cup every day. And the only reason he can hang out on my coffee cup is because of my Duction Cup. My Duction Cup. Anyway, let's get to that history segment. Check out DuctionCups.com. Oh, hello. Today is May 24th. Happy Camel Day, humans. There's lots of history nugs for you. This day in 1607, 105 English settlers under the leadership of Captain Christopher Newport established the colony called Jamestown at the mouth of the James River on the Virginia coast, the first permanent English colony in America. He also he was also in overall command of the other two ships on the initial voyage in order of their size, the Godspeed and the Discovery. Pips notes the Virginia Company had a list of location criteria. The site was surrounded by water on three sides. It was not fully an island yet and was far inland. Both meant it was easily defendable against possible Spanish attacks. The water was also deep enough that the English could tie their ships at the shoreline. Uh, good parking. <laughs> the site was also not inhabited by a native population. 
Well, there you go. That's how they got to settle in Jamestown. 1822, um, Battle of Picanicha. Antonio Jose de Sucura secures the independence of the presidency of Quito. What the President Pip's notes, dudes were fighting on the side of a volcano. Apparently, it was not an active volcano. That would have been very hot. These dudes fought on the side of a volcano, huh? Going to have to look that up. If you need the link, you can come over to the blog post after the show is done. They are all at the bottom or when you're reading the top blurb and you click on lots of history, it'll scroll you right down to the bottom. Don't do that. Read the whole blog post. That's why I do it. This day in 1883, the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City is open to traffic after 14 years of construction. It was also the longest suspension bridge in the world at the time of its opening, with a main span of 1,595 and a half feet. That's for you Canadian folks, 486.3 meters, and a deck 127 foot or 38.7 meters above uh, the mean high water line. Pips notes, I think I crossed this bridge once as a kid. Pretty sure my ears popped. Eh. I don't know if your ears pop going across Brooklyn Bridge. Eh. Maybe. Maybe. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. It's something you'd want to see. Um, I don't think it's something you need to see before you die, but if you're in the area, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It might as well hit all those famous New York City sites. Uh, this day in 1940, Igor Korski performs the first successful single rotor helicopter flight after immigrating to the United States in 1919. Sikorsky founded the Sikorsky Jesus. If I could say his name one more time, I'd almost think it was right. Sikorsky Aircraft Corporation in 1923 and developed the first of Pan American Airways ocean crossing flying boats in the 1930s. Pips notes that was a close one, nearly went down the rabbit hole and learned how helicopters fly. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> oh, let me see. This day in 1981, Ecuadorian President Jamie Roldos Agraria, uh, <laughs> his wife and his. And his presidential committee die in an aircraft accident while, oh, Jesus, I feel bad for uh, for laughing. Traveling from uh, Quito to Zapatillo minutes after the president gave a famous speech regarding the 24 de Mayo anniversary of the Battle of Pachica. Is that what we talked about earlier? The Ecuadorian Air Force attributed the crash to navigational pilot error. Huh. You always wonder. I always wonder when uh, famous people, <laughs> Carson, did I uh, stop saying the perfect cup has been five to 10 minutes? Yeah, um, I think it's more like 10 to 15 minutes at this time. But that, that segment's over, Carson. That segment's over. This is history. <laughs> yeah, uh, perfect cup started going a little longer once I got a little bit more per participation. Um, let's see about the birthdays today. This day in 1868, Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit, Polish-German physicist and engineer, developed the Fahrenheit scale. Well, thank God he did. How would we not go base zero? Um, he helped lay the foundations for the era of precision therm thermometry by inventing the mercury and glass thermometer and Fahrenheit scale. Fahrenheit proposed his temperature scale in 1724. Pips notes, this is why F wins and not C. It is named after the Swedish astronomer, astronomer, astronomer <laughs> Anders Celsius. Uh, Carson says he, know, he knows it started, he fell asleep, and it was still going. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, Celsius was named after the Swedish astronomer Anders Celsius, who developed a variant of it in 1742, 18 years after Fahrenheit. <laughs> Pip clears his voice for the Braveheart movie quote, freedom units. <laughs> Jesus. What's going on over here? We got barf. 
we have barf this morning. We have dog barf enough that Corey uh, needs to, needs to actually clean it up immediately. That's always um, they throw up a little bit here and there, spotty on the floor where you miss it, you don't see it, you don't hear it. They're that good at it. Um, sometimes you're like, "Holy shit!" Um, I'm not saying we don't ever clean up the barf. I'm saying you see it and then clean it up. It just doesn't like grab your attention. So the fact she got up out of her chair and had to clean it up must have been a good one. This day uh, in 1819, Queen Victoria of the United Kingdom was born. Her reign of 63 years and 216 days is known as the Victorian era and was the longest of any British monarch until Elizabeth II. Uh, <laughs> Carson says dog poop dog poop is the worst and I or dog puke is the worst dog poop doesn't <laughs> ours don't poop in the house thank god usually um, and uh, backwoods understand feels your pain understand and feels your pain for having to deal with the puke this morning uh, let's see this day in 1868 Charles Taylor Charles Taylor um, was born American engineer and mechanic. He built the first aircraft engine used by the Wright brothers in, uh, in the Wright Flyer and was a vital contributor and me of mechanical skills in the building and ma maintaining of early Wright engines and airplanes. Charlie Taylor. Um, hmm. Pips notes, I think this is the first time seeing mechanic in a person's description in on wiki now outside of that i need to find my 10 millimeter socket who forget the gnomes and trolls with the unbalanced shoes and missing socks what horrific horrific creature keeps stealing my 10 millimeter socket might be the rubber ducks the rubber ducks might be stealing your uh, 10 mil i lost 10 mils either and i couldn't i never understood the phenomena and i always thought it was a joke until i worked uh, consistently with sockets and ratchets. Um, and God damn, that thing goes missing more often than the rest. Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, let me see. This day in 1879, Harry Burnett Reese, American candy maker, created Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Thank God that guy was born because I love those things. Future question of the day, Reese's Pieces or Peanut Butter Cups? Both together. Uh, this day in 1938, Tommy Chong, Canadian-American actor, director, producer, and screenwriter, Pips notes, I, I may take a lunch break a bit early in honor of Tommy. <sighs> found a 10-millimeter nut driver once. <laughs> I found one when I was a little younger, too. Came on carries a six inch crescent wrench. I used to I used to carry a mini crescent wrench too in my pocket when I was uh, service tech because goddamn everything's crescent size. Yes, it is metric standard. Doesn't matter. It's crescent size. Passings today, crescents and a vice grip. You can get away with most everything. Uh, passings today, 1988. 1988. Freddie Frith, English motorcycle road racer, a former stonemason and later a motorcycle retailer in Grimsby. He was a stylish rider and a uh, five-time winner of the Isle of Man TT. Uh, Pips notes, anyone who's seen the motorcycle racing on the Isle of Man TT, it takes some mega stones to ride. I say, I've had four motorcycles, three of them I took to the track for private track days. Oddly enough, those same three bikes were the ones I wrecked on a few times. With the age comes the cage. Yeah, dude, um, I've watched motorcycle racing and i've been on motorcycles never at a uh never never at a um corner lean like those guys and i thought i was about ready to fall over cannot imagine going that much faster and leaning that much further but i do understand physics will help you through the corner but goddamn no 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 no, no. i'm good some of those wrecks you see in those things is just unbelievably um kbong says his nipex uh Cobra is now in his EDC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carson Pratt uh, asks if um, it, mine is now a 12 millimeter nut driver only uh, with a stinky pinky. 
still 10 millimeters need to need to do some bonus work for the 12. Um, holidays today, Victoria Day celebrated on Monday on or before May 24th in Canada. And that's why my interview got canceled on Monday night. Hey guys, that's another lots of history segment brought to you by Pip. Uh, all the hard work is greatly appreciated. If you could click over on that blog post, if you want to see any of the links to any of the stories or people men mentioned in this segment, it'll be all in the blog post where you can find it. And like I said, if you enjoy this, be sure to give old Pip over at DuctionCups.com some love. Has anybody sent him a message through the through the um, through the contact form on the website yet? Has anybody, anybody said, hey, I heard you heard about you on the Lots Project podcast and just wanted to stop by and say hi because we appreciate Pip uh, making that history segment. Has anybody done that or you just guys all hate him? I don't know. Let's uh, let's uh, let's let's catch up on the questions or the comments here. By the way, if somebody's like blasting comments there and I uh, haven't uh, acknowledged them at all, let me know because I'm still working with YouTube about this whole scrambling comment YouTube thing and they can't give me any answers. All they keep saying is in my live feed settings, but the fact that I can't see his comments when somebody else is live streaming and we're both in the chat, I don't think it's on my end. I just don't, but they insist it is. Uh, let's see. Gingerbread Farm says he is so sad for you because of the 10 millimeter nut driver. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Knee scrapers. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, Carson's getting all upset because K Bonk's actually putting serious comments down, and all Carson wants to do is shit talk. And now I think Carson browbeat K Bonk into not talking. <laughs> I bitch I bitch when you use anything except Telegram, James, because I don't get the message. That doesn't mean you can't send Duction Cups a message through their website. Go check out the website. Give them some traffic. Share it with people. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. That's fun. Anyway, anyway. There is a phenomenon I'm noticing as I'm walking the dogs. Now, I am not oblivious to the fact that my my two dogs are my two dogs, my three dogs. I am oblivious to the fact that I have three dogs, but the two that I remember consistently are very big. <laughs> uh, all three are very big. Uh, I understand this. I'm a big dude. I'm six five um i'm kind of wide at the moment a little extra padded uh i can imagine as you're approaching us in a car you're like what the fuck um huge dude huge dog they slow down whatever we've talked about this on the show uh before i'd rather them slow down than like hit me but on a two-lane road, when there's only one car, you can con you can continue traveling at, at, at the normal rate of speed that you're going and hopefully not hit me since you pass other cars on the same road and I am off the pavement. I appreciate your concern. I really do. And it's really hard to get upset. But when people slow down and they slow roll past you, the dogs get more upset than they do when they just drive past. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? I get people want to see the dogs. I get the people want to see the dogs. And um, <laughs> um, and so whatever. Every once in a while, people slow down, stop, roll down their window, and talk to me. And if you know me and strangers and strangers that would be willing to stop while I'm walking my dog when all I want to do is get done with the dog walk. You can imagine that I'm very thrilled to talk to everyone that wants to stop randomly on the side of the road and talk to me about something and make some awesome comment that makes me laugh and giggle the whole rest of the day. Well, I will tell you the consistent the consistent theme and comment that I've heard more since I've gotten to Tennessee than anywhere else is, shouldn't you be riding that pony? 
<laughs> or how much you want for that pony? <laughs> it's a fucking dog. If you got a pony that small, you got fucking ripped off. Stop. Just drop. Stop trying to be funny. First of all, you're upsetting my animal. You're upsetting me. And your joke isn't funny enough to make it worth it. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry I blew up. It's been a little frustrating. It's been a little frustrating. It's not once. It's probably three to four times a week. I do six dog walks a day. I do about a 20-minute round. Well, 15-minute round with the two fat ones. And a 20 to 25 minute round with uh, the skinny one that likes to go farther. And uh, so that is twice a day. So what is that? Like two hours a day I'm out on this road with these dogs. Ten hours a week. And I get four fucking people stopping and telling me the same, same damn joke that wasn't funny the first time. Or the 400th time. And I think the same people have actually stopped and said that twice. They didn't, they didn't, weren't able to read the look on my face where my eyes rolled so far in the back of my head that you could see all whites and it looked like I was possessed. And then I groaned, turned away and just started walking. If that is not enough to let you know that your joke was just not appreciated, then yeah, it is what it is. Fucking people. And now... My dog walk. <laughs> Josh, Renegade Butcher says, just start flipping them off. <laughs> All I can picture is the kid from Office Space. We watched Office Space again last night. And uh, Jennifer Aniston quits uh, by flipping off her manager at the restaurant. And then later in the movie, this little fucking peckerhead from... Uh, from the restaurant that she got fired at walks out and he's like making some stupid comments and he's like ah! <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing that when people say something stupid I'm just gonna go ah! <laughs> and flip them off <laughs> what are they gonna do yell at me and my pony <laughs> anyway so my walk is a disaster it's like Every day there's new challenges. It's like uh, it's like a video game, you know. When when you're like walking through, and depending on uh, how fast you walk through, it'll trigger different scenarios that happen. So I take off from here, and at any point, um, I can get probably 50 yards down the road. Where do you think uh, Christmas is? <laughs> yeah, we call one of the people Christmas. <laughs> it's probably 20 50 yards. 50 yards ish um and then the then the fun starts then the fun starts there's a trailer that's got a pomeradian that sometimes is in the window just obsessively barking at the dogs walking by um sometimes it's outside running around sometimes there's random dogs just running free um then there's this trailer that we'd walk by every day every day um <laughs> K-Box says I should start carrying a sign that says it's a fucking St. Bernard ass hat. <laughs> oh, make a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, there's this trailer. So it's got this dog. You figure it was an Australian Shepherd. I think I mentioned it before. But that motherfucker comes and barks at us. And I don't expect anybody to keep their dog locked up. Like, I'm not saying that they need to keep it locked up. But. How this goes down every day, I would have to say probably 75% of the time as I walk the dog, we get to past the edge of the woods. All of a sudden, the dog runs out. It runs out. Um, oh, my God. Scrambling University. Uh, it looks like he's a fucking <laughs> he's commenting in the comments again, and I'm not seeing it. This is awesome. Jesus. Um. <laughs> So we are in front of, um, I get in front of this house and the dog comes charging out, barking, um, gets to the road and stops and just barks at us walking by, whatever. I've gotten ours trained to where they just kind of ignore it. Uh, sometimes it comes out in the road and whatever. 
my guys would absolutely just destroy this dog if they really wanted to, and they just kind of ignore it. But every day, as it's barking its head off, either the the mom or the kid, their teenager, comes screaming out of the front of the house, runs up trailer, uh, runs out, and um, grabs the dog and drags it back and says, I'm sorry, every day. And I'm like, you know, pretty fucking consistent. Pretty consistent. I walk the dogs at the same time in the morning, every day, three times we go by. Every evening, every afternoon, same time, three times, up and back. They have a cable that they could tie the dog to. They have a uh, porch that they could put the dog on. Uh, They have a front door that they could... Hey, now I'm back. Thanks, Elon. Uh, yeah, until they come running out every day when the dog, like, I guess memory or uh, meth really shortens the, the short term memory. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man, I am never going to get to talk about the neighbors. I don't have time today. I don't have time today. Uh, Josh had a little telegram uh, snafu yesterday. <coughs> I don't know what happened. I logged on last night. I p- pulled open telegram to see if he uh, had a show up live. Didn't have a whole lot of uh, bandwidth to be YouTube. Didn't have a laptop out um, and pulled up and it said it. Had... That's a Norman earthquake for you guys watching the screen. Um, no, and I cannot see Scrambling's comments still, still, um, I don't know, Scrambling, you might have to make a new YouTube account just so you can interact with me online. Uh, but anyway, uh, Josh's show, I pull up a telegram chat cause he broadcasts there and is, um, it said it had ended in four seconds. And I was like, Oh, he must have had trouble with the stream or he must have had trouble with the telegram or something, 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 whatever. I didn't have the bandwidth to pull up YouTube and this and that. So I was like, I'll catch it later. Close the app, go about my business. Later on that night, I open up uh, I open up Telegram and um, open up Telegram and his group no longer had topics which is different. It displays different on my app and I click on it and open it up. And it said there was only like 30 or at that point, I think it was like 20 some members. And I'm like, that is weird. That's weird. And so I started reading the comments and this and that it appears that the old renegade butcher either got, uh, got fetid um, or telegram decided they didn't like, butcher talk or whatever. I mean, I've been in groups that were way worse than Josh's and they were fine. Um, I don't know. Group disappeared. Josh thinks he might've fat fingered it and deleted it somehow. I don't know how that possibly could have happened. Um, I didn't look into it. I'm not going to try to delete my own group because I'm not. Uh, why, why would you delete your own group, Josh? But anyway, if you were a member of the Liberty Meat Solutions uh, telegram group, you should probably go join again. I think Josh is, uh, furiously, um, Josh is, fur- it's tough to, it's tough. Gingerbread says, scrambling says he's here to tease me. It's tough to tease me when I don't see it. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> Smoke another one, scrambling. <laughs> Celebrating Tommy Chong's birthday. <laughs> Anyway, um, you should join the group. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, lots of gifts. Uh, we have gift wars. Uh, Josh hates it. Oh, well, I mean, he might not hate it now that his data is better. Uh, but yeah, bummer. He was up over 100, 100 members of his group and uh, to zero. 
pay to zero. Hey, that is a great reminder that you should probably head over to the lots, L-O-T-S project.com, the lots project.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, you won't, might not get a bunch of newsletters. You might not get a bunch, but if my telegram group disappears, I will send out an email and you can call, come back and join it. Or if my Facebook disappears and that's where you find me and they shut me off Facebook or I lose my shit and just delete it or something, I can still get a hold of you. Go give me an email address. I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to sell it. I'm not building a list to make a profit um, selling it to um, like Kyle's dad, Kyle's dad's friends to spam you with weird shit. Um, but I'd like to be able to get a hold of you if something strange like telegram group disappearing head on over there drop me your email it just sits it sits in a database and uh it won't be it won't be harvested for anything other than communication with me with me so i don't even send emails that's what gingerbread says i don't even send emails i do i'm going to start um, and I am trying to dial in an option that I can have my email list and have them uh, curated to the people that want to get the episode post every day uh, so that they can share it or consume it or whatever. Uh, I'm going to I'm trying to start sending uh, daily uh, or weekly at at most um, episode recap. I'm just trying to figure out how to get it to where I'm not spamming the people See, I have two intentions with that email list is getting that information out, but also being able to reach out in in case I need to. Um, if you don't want to get the daily email and I but I still want to be able to get a hold of you, I don't want to burden you with that email. So this has been something that's been popping around in my head for quite a while, pretty much since I started this is it's been driven in. Well, even back when we started the farm, it's been driven in email addresses, email lists, email lists, email lists. Um, I don't want to abuse your email. I don't want to abuse um, you giving it to me and trusting me not to abuse it. So I'm very, very careful about how much I send. Everybody says you can't send enough. You can't send enough. Enough isn't enough. Well, it is for me. Um, hey, it is what it is, guys. Um, Renegade said there should be multiple list options on most of the mailing list backends. Yes, there is. And I'm just trying to, there is after, um, after I have to figure out how to, um, I have a decent, no, it's not that decent. It's not that decent. Um, but I have a, a list that I don't want to abuse what I have already. Um, and it's a manual function of sending it all out and getting replies from people, whether they want to be on a daily list, a weekly list, or just a never email me unless your group goes away type of thing or important, whatever I determine to be important. So, uh, Renegade Butcher says, yes, please don't be John Bush and end up in spam because I get two long form blog posts and sales pitches in my email a day. That's what I don't want. If you want to get it every day, if you want to get notified, if you don't watch the show live and you want to catch up and you want to share the blog post and you want to share the episode link and all that stuff that I'm going to put in there, I am happy to send it to you. I don't want to end up in somebody's spam when I have something important to send out. You don't see it. Or if I'm trying to get in contact with you because, um, hey, you saw me online. You're like, hey. I'd really like to be on your show. Hey, I'll get a hold of you because I have your email address and I send it and you don't ever get it because it goes to spam. That's no good. What's an email list? What's the value of an email list that nobody sees? What do you send? Because you just go straight to spam. So I get the importance of contact. I get the importance of building an email list and I get the, uh, the valuable nature of that list, but it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword, so... It is what it is, guys. Go over and sign up. Uh, I think if the last five minutes doesn't tell you that I'm very careful with uh, with your information and don't want to spam you with anything, I think nothing will. Um, yeah, under contact us, there's newsletter sign up. Uh, anywhere you put your information in, 
the website, if it asks for an email address, whether it's a free consultation sign up or a newsletter sign up or a tap a file report sign up, that all goes to my email structure and uh, I'll be able to sort it out in the in the end. So I might start sending out some stuff and seeing what people are interested in seeing, how often, what frequency and try to dial that in. But right now, I just don't want to uh, take advantage of people that were willing to give me that information. Pip and I says email me more than once a week and I'll probably unsubscribe. Right. Well, I don't want to I don't want to abuse that. Um, and, but you can't make everyone happy. So I don't know. I might uh, I might try to spin up a daily auto uh, daily auto function on the blog post to those that want to get it daily. Uh, a weekly recap. Uh, I'm sure I can automate that from the, the daily post and then maybe emergency only or something to that effect. So. I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. Anyway, let's wrap this up with item of the day today. Item of the day. Oh, man, this is a good one. This is a good one. I've really loved these over the years. Uh, I've bought two pairs. You say, why did you need to buy another one? Because I broke the first one. Um, why would I want to buy a product that I'm going to break? Because if you realize what I did with this thing and the price point that it comes at, you will be amazed how long it lasted. Um, cheater bars on it, dirt, grime, dust, horrible conditions. And this is a ratcheting box wrench. And if you know what that is, if you know how it works, getting sand, dirt, grime, shit, water, whatever inside the gears is not a good look for a ratcheting wrench. Um, I also would put cheater bars on them and bust things free that probably shouldn't have been busted free with a, uh, a ratcheting wrench. They should have been a, uh, a, probably an impact socket. I beat the living shit out of these things and they keep ticking. I love them. They also were able to minimize a shitload of wrenches down into two. It's the Crescent four in one box wrench set. The I've recommended them before. I recommended them to Toolman Tim. I recommended a tool to the tool man and the tool man loves it. Uses them all the time you're looking to carry a few wrenches for um for a reason if you're uh doing a handyman thing and you got a go bag that you need some tools in you want to be able to hit a lot of different things with a couple wrenches these are four sizes in two wrenches but they're a 12 point socket which will fit six i think it's six or eight i think it's six different bolt heads so square bolt heads so removing like uh little plugs things like that uh, all the different pointed, uh, different number pointed bolt heads, it'll fit. Man, you get a ton of utility out of these two small wrenches. Love them. Love them. Uh, K-Bong says, buy the 10 millimeter one. They do. They come in SAE and uh, metric. I only have the, I only had the need for the standard set, but they do come in both. So really eight, four wrenches. It'd be, uh, yeah, four wrenches. And then you got the standard and metric set. There is a write-up. I did a review yesterday. I got a review video. I love them. I love them. I highly recommend them. Always will. You can find that in the blog post or head on over to thelostproject.com and look under recommended products and uh, product reviews. You'll find it there or the blog post from today or I'll post it around social. Check them out, guys. If you need a good quality set of wrenches, it's good. It's good. And they're nice and compact and easy to store. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, one one announcement for the rest of the week. I am going to be on with Nicole Sauce for SRF uh, Talk tomorrow night, 7 Central. And tonight, the new time and date uh, going forward for a little while of Lightning for Liberty, 6 p.m. Central tonight on all the Lightning for Liberty channels. Check it out. We'll go for a half hour or so and then get out of here. Just a little Lightning update. I'm guessing we're going to be talking Noster, uh, some code that Josh found. Uh, some things he's been working on, some things I've been looking into. And um, sorry, <laughs> sometimes a comment just drops and you're like, what? K-Bonk's wondering, why is Imperial Red and Metric Blue? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> anyway, check out Lightning for Liberty tonight. SRF lots to talk about uh, tomorrow night 
hour later, seven central instead of six, since I'm joining Nicole on her stream. And that's it for today, guys. We are at an hour. Holy crap. Thanks for hanging out. If you enjoy the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, and we will circle back and catch up with you tomorrow.